Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Brett Veach. Did you do anything, buddy? Trade deadline's gone. You're watching the Chiefs Port. My name is Jace Andrews. The Chiefs were silent at the trade deadline. Brett Veach did nothing. Did I expect this? Yes. But was I hopeful that something would happen? Was I hopeful the Chiefs would make a move for a wide receiver? Also, yes. But unfortunately, no moves were made besides, well, the McCoy Harbin trade, which technically really didn't happen at the trade deadline, quote-unquote. It happened a couple weeks prior We'll talk about that, though. The Chiefs, though, well, they're going to be all right. Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, they've both said, we trust and feel in this offense. It's just going to take time. Now, the one thing the Chiefs did do is make a move in the practice squad range. They signed Darius Harris, which, funny enough, he was a Chief last year, had 43 tackles and a one-and-a-half sacks, three tackles for life. He was signed to the practice squad yesterday, so that was the one move made, and well, the reason behind that, Nick Bolton obviously being out, the linebacker, along with, we have an injury update on Willie Gay, finally. Him and Jarek McKinnon both missed practice today. McKinnon missed with a groin injury. Willie Gay Jr., it was originally diagnosed as a tailbone injury. They're saying it's a lower back contusion. So, not a good sign. Not practicing today. They're heading out to Germany Thursday, tomorrow, if you're watching this on Wednesday. Uh... I don't like that because, again, this linebacker room is already thin. That's why Darius Harris was signed. And I think it was a good signing ultimately because, well, he knows this Chiefs defense. He was here last year. And quite honestly, he played pretty good for what you're kind of expecting him to do this season. I take those stats as a guy who's just trying to fill a role with Nick Bolton out. Drew Tranquil is fine. He got a little banged up in that Denver game as well. But Willie Gay not practicing today. Uh, concerning, it could be possibility of Darius Rush getting pulled up off the practice squad in the first game that he's eligible to be. So we're just going to have to wait and see, though. Again, they're flying to Germany. Harris did practice today. I got reports saying that he looked good and overall fluid with the defense already, which makes sense considering he was on this Chiefs team last year. Okay, I said they were silent at the deadline, which is true to a fault, but also there was one trade made. Now, it wasn't exactly at the quote-unquote deadline. It was made before the deadline. It was the McCole Harbin trade that you're seeing right now where the Chiefs got McCole Harbin back on this squad for a sixth-round pick. They did get a seventh-round pick in that little late-round pick swap. We've seen that happen a lot, including a lot of them yesterday. Saw a bunch of those little late-round pick swaps. Josh Dobbs was in there. We had a couple other guys that were just kind of swapping late-round picks. That honestly makes the trade deadline, to me, more fun. Makes it feel like the baseball trade deadline as the NFL trade deadline is just kind of slow sometimes. 
the thing is, McCole Hardman is not a wide receiver one. So, yes, this trade helped. I'm not going to front and say that it doesn't help this offense because it's a guy with agility. It's a guy with speed. It's a guy who knows this offense. But we saw in the Denver game, he likes to play here. And I feel in some ways he came back to the Chiefs knowing that they were struggling at wide receiver and thought, I'm going to be the best I can be and almost maybe took it a little too personally, where I think he just needs to be more of a role player like the rest of this wide receiver group. Overall, Kadarius Toney, not a wide receiver one. Marquez Valdez-Killing, definitely not a wide receiver one. Sky Moore has dropped uh, so many passes. Listen, this wide receiver room has given me so much trouble this season, I cannot even begin to explain the frustration that I've had with these guys. Now, at the same time, I believe that this team can succeed with the current wide receivers on the roster. Now, is there a wide receiver one? I don't know. That's where I want you to come in and let me know what you think. Is there a wide receiver one among these current Chiefs wide receivers? If you think there is, then type Y for yes. If you think there is not, then type in for no. I've seen a lot of comments. I've seen you talking saying that, just wait, we've got Rasheed Rice. He'll be that wide receiver one by the playoffs. Just wait, Kadarius Tunney will fit into his own. Just wait, MVS will come. Well, I'm a little get, getting a little tired of just waiting, to be quite honest with you. As Listen. We're almost to halfway through the NFL season. There's 18 weeks. Guess what? Week 9 is this week. You get the bye after. I want to see what happens. Is there a wide receiver one among these current Chiefs wide receivers? Type Y for yes or type in for no. I think Rice could be the wide receiver one. He has the ability of a guy who really fits well with Patrick Mahomes. Now, why do I think this? Overall, He's been, in terms of reliability, one of the most reliable, literally, one of the most reliable wide receivers on this Chiefs desk. Fun enough, Rice's reliability reminds me of the reliability of prize picks. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, prize picks is the number one daily fantasy sports app, and it's the only place to go to play DFS. Prize picks is a skill-based, real-money daily fantasy sports game, with, and with basketball season here, it's the perfect time to start on prize picks as you can pick combo projections across the NBA and NFL. So, for instance, you could pick more on Travis Kelsey's touchdown and more on Jason Tatum's points and get them both combined. Make sure you go check it out at prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS for a first deposit match of up to $100. We have Thursday Night Football coming up tomorrow. Here are my entries. I've got Will Levis going the more on passing yards. He had a very good game this past week against the Falcons, who... At the time, we're one of the third, or actually the third best defense in yards per game. Derrick Henry, listen, the guy's a beast. And now that he's a Titan for the rest of the season, the trade deadline passed, he didn't get moved. It becomes kind of a contract season for Derrick. So I think he goes more. He has only two 100-yard games on the season. I think he gets more than 71.5 against a struggling Steelers defense. And then Derrick Henry and Okonkwa, a Five, a .5 touchdown combined. I'm taking more on that because I think Derrick Henry could do that himself. And if Okonkwa gets it, well, then guess what? That's just a boost. Make sure you go put in your prize picks right now. Go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS for a first deposit match of up to $100. Quick withdrawals and easy gameplay are an enormous selection of players and stat types or make prize picks the number one daily fantasy app. Shout out to prize picks. It's daily fantasy sports made easy. Okay, so why could Rasheed Rice be the number one wide receiver on this team? Well, to start, he has the most receptions. He has the most yards if you take out the tight end. Travis Kelsey is technically not a wide receiver. 
Justin Watson has looked good when healthy. That average is still pretty good for him. We're sitting around the 21 per catch, uh, per, per catch yardage average. MVS has got to step it up. I like 12 for 227 in the touchdown. He really did a good job in the Denver game in the catches he got. Problem is, he had some drops. He had some fumbles. You need to clean that up if you want to be on this team. Now, I mentioned Rasheed Rice as the clear number one. The problem he has is just like every other team, and excuse me, every other player on the Chiefs, it's drops. We've seen it multiple times from him, and we've seen it a lot from other players, not just Rice, but he's been the guy who's been plagued with it the most, to be quite honest with you. And I'm not going to say the Chiefs were not expecting this, because when he was drafted in the second round out of SMU, the one note about him was that he drops a lot of passes. And so you kind of have to expect that and let him have a little bit of breathing room knowing that you drafted him with that. So how do you fix this? Well, I think the best way is maybe getting up with Kelsey because you can always rely on Travis Kelsey. Honestly, up until this past week, him and Patrick Mahomes had basically completed every single reception uh, together. They've been well. And Rasheed Rice and Kelsey have kind of developed a friendship in terms of like how to basically be a better wide receiver for Mahomes. And if you're learning from a guy who has these stats on the year, well, I think that's coming from a good place. Kelsey has been the best receiver on the Chiefs staff. I know he's a tight end, but let's be quite honest with ourselves. He is a wide receiver at this point that knows how to block. That's the best way to describe TK. Four touchdowns. Uh, Killer Trav is just going to keep killing. 10.8 average. Listen, he is doing great times, and hopefully he continues to be well with the wide receivers because... Well, there's a couple of things that we need to get to as mentioned the trade deadline. Well, guess what? Richie James was the only trade that we thought about the potential of the Chiefs making. Right now, he is staying for the time being. Now, what do I mean by he was supposed to get traded? Well, if you don't remember, we had this tweet come from Jeremy Fowler uh, a couple days, or rather a day before the trade deadline, saying that the Chiefs and wide receiver Richie James are exploring trade possibilities per source. Now, at the time, James, who is on IR still, he would be healthy for a new team. It appears the odd man out is McCole Hard odd man out after the McCole Hardman touchdown. Well, today, Pete Sweeney, a good reporter for the Chiefs, uh, he came out and said that Richie James, and along with Darius Harris, who we mentioned earlier in the show, both at practice, and they got a brief look at James, and he appeared to be moving well. His 21-day window where he can practice without being moved to the active roster has opened so now it's time to see what exactly they do with Richie James. As right now, the Chiefs only have 52 of 53 roster spots filled. So James can come back right now and fill in that spot. The thing I think you have to wait for is, is will he get going to play this week? Because if he is, you move Darius Rush or Darius Harris, you move Richie James. Things get a little bit jumbled in there. But right now, the Chiefs have an open roster spot for someone uh, upcoming with this Germany game. The Chiefs were quiet in the NFL trade deadline, but... There were a couple teams that, well, made some quote-unquote bigger moves. I don't think there was a monumental move, at least as much to the effect of maybe Christian McCaffrey last year to the 49ers. Funny enough, the 49ers also made another trade this year. That was probably the biggest of the trade deadline. We'll get to that in just a second. But again, Chiefs didn't make any moves besides the McCall Hardman one. So now that it's for sure, Will the Chiefs make it back to the Super Bowl with this current squad? Because you can add some free agents. You can sign some guys off practice squad. But ultimately, the team you have now, the 53 guys on your roster plus the 16 on your practice squad, those are the guys that are going to be with you for the rest of the season, and that's what you got and you got to go with. So with those 53 players, will you make it back to the Super Bowl? 
The trades that happened at the trade deadline. You had the Bears getting Montez Sweat from the Washington Commanders, who, by the way, had a fire sale. Commanders got a, 20, got a 2024 second-round pick from the Bears. Uh, Chicago has a lot of picks to kind of give up, so kind of expect it there. The big trade of the day, Chase Young to the 49ers, also coming from the Commanders, who got a 2024 comp third-round pick. This trade made zero sense to me because, listen, if Chase Young walked in free agency after this year, the Commanders would have gotten a comp third-round pick anyway. So what in the world are they doing trading him for a third-round pick? You could have gotten a second, I guarantee you. There is someone out there that would have gotten a second. I know he's had injury issues, but this one kind of made no sense. Now, the Chiefs weren't in line for Chase Young or anything. I'm not saying the Chiefs should go after him, but at the same time, it, the pick in general just doesn't make sense, which leads me to believe why couldn't the Chiefs have made some type of move like this. It was also a wide receiver move, which the Chiefs could have gotten. I mean, I'm not going to say that Donald Peoples-Jones was on my radar, but he did get moved in the trade deadline as he goes to the Lions, and the Browns received a 2025 sixth-round pick. But enough, the Chiefs could have done this trade with the Browns. Uh, probably a little harder with the AFC. AFC-NFC trade there looks a little better than it would be with inner AFCs. So, eh. I don't know that I really want Donovan Peoples-Jones. He's kind of a lateral move at the same time. Just adds money to the cap space that you don't have and really adds a roster spot that you have now, but I don't think I want to waste on Donovan Peoples-Jones when you have guys who have already learned the offense. Plus, Donovan going back to Detroit. Michigan guy. Seems like he'll be in a good spot for him. Those were the three big trades made. Make sure you are subscribed to the Chiefs Support. We're going to continue our coverage of the Kansas City Chiefs as, guess what? Trade deadline happened. Now it's time to get ready for the back half of the season because, listen, it just gets tough from here. You got the Dolphins, you got to buy. Then you got the Eagles. The Bills and Bengals are also in the second half of the schedule. You play the Raiders twice who, well, they finally fired Josh McDaniels. What will they be? They're still going to suck. Let's be quite honest. We appreciate you watching, though. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you in another Chiefs Report. Peace out.